is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at The Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Feedback is all the rage. There are dozens of statistics about the positive qualities and results of feedback when done well in an organization. And I'll probably mention some of them throughout this episode. Some organizations do have regular feedback as part of their company culture, part of their employee evaluation system. As a matter of fact, with one of our clients, we help them redesign their annual employee evaluation system. And one of the elements we added in was more regular feedback rather than just that once a year employee evaluation time. So there is the formal type of feedback, which is when it is part of that manager employee process. And then there is the kind of feedback that is volunteered, not asked for. I was thinking about this topic of feedback a few weeks ago when I was working on one of my quilts during a weekend. And it's been a while since I've quilted. I've been doing more painting and drawing than I've been quilting lately. So I felt a little rusty. And as I was looking at the quilt that I was piecing together, I noticed how the triangles didn't always match up perfectly. And I was thinking about how if I posted the picture on Facebook, for example, just saying, hey, look at what I created. Here's this quilt. I haven't quilted in probably over a year, but here's what I've created. My mind started going to this place of some of the people I know that I'm friends with on Facebook who are excellent quilters, in my opinion. And I could almost imagine in my head one of them saying, well, you know, you should have done this and you should have done it that way. And the reason why the points didn't match up was because of this, that, and the other thing. Now, while this was all going on in my head, because of course, nobody posted anything like that, we've all had situations where something has happened like that in reality. We have said something, we've produced something, we have announced something to the world, and we have not said, please give me feedback. That's the key point here. We've just said or done or produced whatever it is. And we get this unsolicited feedback. Well, you should have done this, or that's stupid, or you should really rethink that, or don't do that without permission. And I'm sure we are even guilty of that, especially, sadly enough, with those closest to us, our spouses, partners, children. But whether it's in a personal relationship or even a business relationship. If we have feedback to give, we need to make sure we're doing it properly. If it's not a formal process that we're engaged in, 
for example, weekly meetings with our direct reports where the whole goal is to give feedback. I'll say more about that in an upcoming episode. Then the feedback is probably unsolicited. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's not welcome, but there's a way of going about giving feedback that sets the stage for it to perhaps be welcome. And the very first part of that is asking for permission. Oh, you showed me this marketing piece. Are you looking for feedback? Or are you looking for kudos that you finished it? That kind of feedback, that kind of question sets the tone for what comes after. Because if you just bull on in with the feedback that you're just bursting to give, but the other person is not ready to receive it because he or she didn't know it was coming, then it's as if you just threw a rubber ball against the wall. It's going to bounce right back. It's not going to be received. However, if you ask permission first, one, you gauge what they're looking for, which is important, which then determines how you respond. Two, if they are looking for feedback, then you know that you've opened that door, or they've opened the door, really, to allowing you to walk through it. That's really what I'm getting to, is the opportunity to give feedback requires an open door. The other person has to open the door and invite you in. Even with the formal process that I talked about before, the door is open. There's the invitation because the expectations are set. We are going to have this weekly meeting and we are going to discuss my observation and my feedback of how you're doing. That expectation is already set. The door is open. If somebody makes an announcement, posts something, whatever the case may be, that's not necessarily an open door invitation of give me feedback. It may be that they are just looking for acknowledgement, a pat on the back. Hey, look at what I did. Yay me. I remember a conversation I had with one of our partners and I'm CEO and owner of our company She is CEO and owner of her company. And so I wanted to have a conversation about some of the experiences she has with running her company with her husband and partner, just like I run my company with my husband and my partner. And so we started talking about a few things and she started coaching me and I had to stop her and say, I'm actually not looking for coaching. I understand the elements that are going on here, I really just wanted to 
see if you had similar experiences. And she immediately stopped and said, I am so sorry. I know better. I should have asked first. And to be honest, I could have started the conversation with, I'm not looking for solutions. I'm not looking to be coached. Here's actually what I'm looking for. So that goes both ways. If I make an announcement on Facebook, here's the quilt that I just finished. I could say, hey, yay me. I haven't quilted in over a year and look what I just completed. That sets the tone for why I'm posting that. Now, I could have also posted, hey, here's this quilt. I haven't quilted in over a year. I'm a little disappointed that some of the triangles aren't matching up. Any thoughts or suggestions? I've just opened the door for feedback. So now let's come to the statistics part of today's episode and why feedback is really important. And you may be scratching your head and saying, um, wait, she's talking about don't necessarily give feedback unless there's the invitation, but now she's saying that feedback's really important? Yes. And I will end the episode with setting the stage appropriately to be able to give that positive feedback. So first, there are 14.9% lower turnover rates in companies that implement regular employee feedback. They are 30 times more likely to make workers actively engaged at work when managers focus on the employee's strengths, because that's a form of feedback. If I know that Jane is awesome at client relations, and so I focus on her amazing customer service and communication skills with the clients of the company, that's probably going to involve some regular feedback. On the other side, four out of 10 workers are actively disengaged when they get little or no feedback. Now, that's not just not engaged, but it's actively disengaged, which means they are probably actively looking for another position at another company. Four out of 10. 65% of employees say they want more feedback. 69% of employees say they would work harder if they felt their efforts were better recognized. And 78% of employees said being recognized motivates them in their job. We all like to be told that we're doing a good job. And sometimes we want more detailed feedback. What was it that I did that was so good? What could I do better? What can I do next time? And the managers can be asking, what did you learn from this? How can you apply this? Whether it's a stellar situation or maybe one that needs some improvement. So the importance of feedback cannot be denied. But you need to make sure that you are either implementing it in a formal, official way, as in regular meetings with your direct reports, or that you ask permission 
so that they can open the door and invite in that feedback. I will end with that when you do give feedback, especially if it's in that constructive criticism arena, that you do so with grace and with as much understanding of the other person and the other person's strengths, values, and personality so as to make sure that the receiving of that feedback has as much impact as can be. In other words, someone who is a very empathic, emotive, relationship-oriented person is probably not going to receive feedback that's delivered somewhat matter-of-factly, harshly, and without any understanding of their importance of relationships and connection. That is a very much longer conversation. If I've gotten your wheels turning and you'd like to explore this idea of implementing feedback as more of a formal process and how to do it appropriately, please reach out. We're always available for a conversation. www.theshulergroupllc.com Until next time, may you thrive.